Hi guys, hope everyone's well and welcome back to the Improvement Podcast. So in this video, I'm going to touch on what actually matters with nutrition and uh, basically outline the hierarchy of importance or the hierarchy of, yeah, what matters most from most to somewhat least. Because like not all things matter equal when it comes to your nutrition. For example, having protein at a specific time of the day doesn't matter if, let's say, you consume enough protein like i'd rather see someone have let's say an adequate amount of protein on a daily basis than them stress about having protein at a specific time when it's not enough as it is if that makes sense so yeah it will basically allow you to be aware of where to put your efforts so you can put your efforts where there is the most return where you'll get the most bang for your buck and get the most progress from and also yes yeah, so you know what to prioritize and that will as a result stop you excessively stressing about the rest and the things that won't give you a lot of return that might cause you to burn out if you obviously if you obsessively stress about them over time uh, and also just so you know where to prioritize and this can help with adherence as well so that you can just maybe if you aren't wanting to dot all the t's and cross all the i's or whatever you can just focus on the things that will yield the most reward and yeah just allow you to know where to focus your efforts and not stress out over things because when we're stressed we're not in a good position to recover we're not in a good position to digest our food progress in the gym sleep well so we want to be eliminating stress which this can potentially help with so yeah the pyramid of importance is just what matters most in the order of importance and it includes in this order calories your macros your timing of food your composition of food, supplements and hydration in that order. So calories being the most important, then followed by macros, timing, composition, supplements and hydration. And calories, first of all. So a calorie is simply a unit of energy and several things make up our calories expended, meaning how much calories we burn. And this is things like just our BMR, so what we, oh, multiple things, uh, you don't really need to know the fancy terms. Basically, from activity, we burn calories. From resting, just to stay alive, we burn calories. And from non-activity, acti sorry, from non-exercise activity, like steps, we burn calories as well. And also from digesting food. And so that's the ways we burn calories. And we also... And we also have calories coming in from nutrition, from food. So anything we eat has a unit of energy in it. Uh, and basically, in order to change your body weight, calories will be the driver of this. So whatever diet you're on, in order for it to influence your weight, it has to either be little enough calories for you to lose weight or enough calories for you to gain weight. It doesn't matter what protein you eat or what fat you eat or carbs you eat. If you're not in a calorie surplus, meaning if you're not eating enough calories and more than you're burning, you're not going to gain weight. If you're not eating enough calories that you're eating less than you're burning, you're not going to lose weight, if that makes sense. So it's a driver of changes in body weight. And the reason why this is most important is because if you're trying to build muscle, but you don't have the surplus of calories available, then it's you're not going to change your body weight and the opposite applies 
And what's valuable about knowing this is most important is you know you'll you'll then know if calories is the main driver for change of body composition that it doesn't matter if you're following a keto diet a vegetarian diet uh yeah a carnivore diet or a mediterranean diet or whatever other diet this allows you to be aware that that doesn't matter what matters is how much calories you're eating and an effective diet will either consciously or unconsciously change how much calories you're eating for example you can eat little enough calories through tracking them or you can do it through following a diet that unconsciously makes you eat less due to being fuller due to let's say eating more fruit and veg which a vegetarian diet might do so this tells us there's nothing magical about a vegetarian diet what's magical about the diet is it allows you to eat less calories throughout the day causing weight loss to occur so yeah that's a primary driver of changing body weight and what matters most with your nutrition if you want to lose fat or build muscle Next up is macronutrients. So protein, fats, and carbs are the free macronutrients. So protein has four calories per gram. Fats have nine calories per gram. And carbs have four calories per gram, the same as protein. So this isn't a episode where I'm going to dive into what macronutrients are in tons of detail. So if you don't know, uh, I believe I've done previous podcasts where I've spoke about them. But basically what this is about is just going over briefly each segment of the like pyramid of importance and just talking about each. So the amount of in terms of protein, protein's role is the growth and repair of tissues in our body. Uh, so things like muscle tissue and also like organ tissues, etc. And with protein, it repairs muscle damage, it helps us build new muscle as well. We need enough protein to build new muscle because we get something called amino acids for from protein sorry and these amino acids get used on in daily bodily processes and we need enough so that we can complete those processes and have enough to grow muscle on top of that so that's why protein is the most important macronutrient for changing your body composition because of that it helps you build muscle retain muscle recover and also protein helps with hunger it helps limit hunger we also burn more calories digesting protein than we do with fats and carbohydrates. So it's yeah, super important. Our arguably the most important macronutrient for changing your body composition. Not that the others aren't important. And in terms of fats, fats are their role is helping with nutrient absorption. It helps with our hormonal health. It also slows down the digestion of carbohydrates. So if we have fats with a meal, we will digest carbs and also protein actually slower, uh, which can be beneficial before our session, for example. Or if you know you're not having a meal in, let's say, the next five hours, then you might want a high fat meal. So you're, you've got a sustained release of energy. And as for carbohydrates, they're our main source of energy. So when we are performing activity in short bursts, we are using carbohydrates. Whereas if, let's say, we're doing really long endurance running then we might be using fats but for the most part carbohydrates are our preferred source of energy and also they are anabolic in nature they stop they help in terms of sparing protein so you don't need quite as much protein when you have carbohydrates and they can help signal properties that help build muscle 
And we don't just want, let's say, to eat tons of protein. We don't just want, ideally, we want around one gram per pound or two grams per kilogram. And fats, we don't want any less than 0.3 grams per pound of body weight. And then the rest, you can drive up with carbs or you can have slightly higher fats or change a bit about depending on what you like. But we don't want, let's say, just protein because that means we've not got enough carbs or fats, etc. And we don't want, let's say, too much carbs that we don't have enough protein. So it's a balanced act between having enough of each. And that's why macros is the second most important because if, let's say, we don't focus on it and we only have carbs, we're not going to have protein to build muscle tissue. So yeah, it's the second most important. And third is timing, which includes the number of meals, the spacing of your meals, the timing of your meals, and the size of them and when you eat them around the workout window. And as you've probably found, like if, let's say, like macros are more important than the timing of your meals, because if, let's say, you have six meals a day and your six meals don't contain any protein, then it doesn't matter what time you eat those meals because you're not going to get the benefit from consuming protein because there's no protein in them. Uh, same applies, let's say you have the perfect meal uh, meal timing around your session for energy purposes and recovery purposes, but you only have fats in those meals. You only, Let's say you just drank olive oil in those meals. Then you've got no energy from carbs, you've got no protein to help with recovery and and helping you not get sore and helping grow new muscle. So it doesn't matter if the timing's perfect. So that's why the above matters more. That's why macros matter more, for example. And as for your number of meals on a daily basis, ideally you want three to five. Uh, that's kind of, I think, the sweet spot for most. Maybe six, uh, but ideally you want a good amount. So we're spiking something called muscle protein synthesis. It helps us recover. Ideally, we want them spaced from, let's say, two to three and a half hours apart if we can. And that will mean we're not going a long time without eating. Uh, or, yeah, if you go four hours, you're not going to lose muscle. But ideally, if you want to optimize things, I'd say if you can have each meal between two to four hours apart, that will mean you'll have a constant supply of amino acids, which we get from protein. You'll be able to spike muscle protein synthesis, which helps put us in a position to build new muscle and recover well. And spacing, like I said, that's been covered really. Uh, timing, in terms of when to time them, before and after your session is great so you can replenish your glycogen stores so you can kickstart the recovery process and so you can have enough energy. And also before bed's kind of ideal because you're going a long time without food. Same with first thing in the morning because you've not ate for a long period. And then you can just space your other meals out evenly in between. And yeah, I've covered why like macros matter more than timing, because if you're, let's say, having no protein, then it doesn't matter when you consume your meals because you're not going to get the benefit from protein because your meals don't have them. And yeah, all of the above will basically influence performance, recovery, adherence and sleep. In terms of performance, like I said, if you've got food around your session, you're going to have enough energy. If you have enough protein around your session and enough protein throughout the day. That will help with recovery, especially if it's nice and spaced out. Adherence will be improved if you have an adequate amount of meals and adequate size uh, because it will limit hunger. Whereas if, let's say, you only eat once a day, and let's say your breakfast, you have all your calories for the day, and then you have to go the whole day without eating, it's going to be really hard to stick to. You're going to be starving at night. So that's why it's important to have an adequate amount of meals 
Obviously, that's an extreme example, but I think you get the point. And then sleep, sleep. Well, sleep will be affected. Let's say if you're dieting and you are having your last meal five hours before bed, usually you won't sleep as well uh, because when we don't have carbs in our system, our main source of energy, cortisol is spiked. Cortisol stops us producing sleep hormone melatonin, which is why we want to have some carbs before bed sometimes. And that's why they can be relaxing. Uh, and as for the last or second last point, food composition, this is basically what the food is composed of, made up of, in other words, because a calorie isn't just a calorie. Uh, and the reason being is the quality of the food matters. It's not just you are what you eat to an extent. So let, let's say a good example why is if you imagine you ate all your calories from whey protein and rice. Do you think you're going to have as much? Uh, do you think that's going to, or we'll, we'll throw fat source in there. If you eat whey protein, rice, and also coconut oil, uh, one, you'll probably not enjoy it. But two, do you think that will have as great a change in your body composition and your progress as eating, let's say, chicken, beef, eggs, salmon, uh, rice? let's say potatoes, oats, and uh, plenty of fruit and veg, your five a day, and also, let's say, like having like plenty of salt with your meals, that sort of thing, and like other, other foods that are relatively nutritious. Do you think those two are going to yield the same results? I definitely don't. Do I think if, let's say, calories and macros are matched, you'll probably get more results than if your diet's completely horrific, but you're going to have deficiencies. You're not going to be able to have as good health, perform as well from the first option with just having whey protein, for example. And what matters in terms of your food composition is the quality of your protein. Some protein you can digest better than others, meaning let's say protein from animal products, they usually digest better and they've got more amino acid. They've got a better amino acid content. So amino acids, that's what protein's made up of. And animal products and like, uh, let's say like whey protein as well, eggs, etc. they have whole proteins, meaning they've got all the amino acids we want to basically build muscle. So all the building blocks for muscle growth, whereas things like rice, that doesn't contain all the amino acids. So it doesn't contain all the building blocks. What also matters with protein is it's, nutrient density so how much nutrients you're getting from it in terms of carbs your digestion time is something to consider so some carbs digest faster than others for example oats and potato will digest a bit slower than things like white rice and also things like cereal maybe uh, so yeah that's why not all carbs are created equal because sometimes let's say before your session you might want carbs that digest a wee bit slower so that you can have a prolonged release of energy. Whereas after your session, to replenish your glycogen stores, you might want something that you can absorb really fast, like cereal. And nutrient density of those carbs also matters. So are you getting any nutrients from them or are they just carbs? Like, are, are they, Have they got any nutritious value? For example, an apple, that's a source of carbohydrates and that's got plenty of nutrients in it. Whereas white rice, doesn't have as much and also fats so the type of fat 
and also the nutrient density matters so again are you getting any nutrients from it and also what type of fat it is i'm not going to dive into all the different types of fats and if it's good or bad for your health etc what i'd say is use your initiative here is a mcdonald's going to be the best source of fat probably not is a like grass-fed organic cut of steak gonna be better for you probably and like just use your initiative if food's relatively healthy then you're probably not going to kill yourself eating it straight away anyway uh, so yeah use your initiative like junk food probably not the best source of fat and let's say let's say like a lean steak eggs or like almond butter things like that probably a better source of fat i'm not going to dive into it any further than that but if you're eating relatively healthy then or if you aren't re- eating relatively healthy then you've got bigger concerns of what's the optimal source of fat you're having first of all get your diet in a good spot as a whole so the last on the priority list is supplements and hydration so the reason why hydration is last is if you if you are generally looking after your health exercising you've got healthy habits you usually meet your hydration needs intuitively because we drink to first and uh, also when you can eat plenty of fruit and veg you have like, plenty of water in them which will help with hydration so that's why it's last but saying that it's still pretty important and if you're severely dehydrated then that's obviously going to impact your performance a lot and your overall health and in terms of making sure we've got good hydration things like monitoring our urine color making sure it's not nice it's not dark and it's close to clear and also drinking to first can be valuable as well as being routined with it so if you know when you have a certain amount of water you're usually hydrated just trying to stick in the routine of having enough water by a certain time can help a lot for example if you know if you drink three liters a day you're hydrated then set your day up so that you usually drink a liter like let's say in the first maybe three hours within waking next three hours you have another and then the time after that you just sip on water for the rest of the day etc that's just a random example i'm not saying drink three liters i'm not saying that's enough or too much it's just an example and in terms of supplements so well-researched supplements include caffeine protein powders carbs vitamins and minerals and omega threes. and these will make like minimal difference compared to doing the above well like i said uh, the other things are more important uh, obviously if let's say you have no fruit and veg in your diet then vitamin and mineral supplements can be more effective same if you have no omega freeze so it's not like set in stone this but for the most part uh, the order i think stands some some truth and i think it is a valuable thing to consider and follow and just a quick recap so first more important is calories that's going to be main driver if we gain or lose weight the next is macronutrients so how much protein fat and carbs we're having uh, protein being arguably the most important macronutrient for seeing change in your body composition due to building muscle helping retain muscle helping with hunger and also uh, burning more calories digesting protein and also after that's timing like i said like you can't argue that your meal time's important if let's say you're not having enough protein in those meals to spike muscle protein synthesis which you want to do to recover uh, after timings food composition so what your food is like is it just a uh, whey protein for your protein source or have you got a variety of nutritious foods in your diet uh, because there will be a difference in having them like i said some digest at a different time etc 
which can impact performance. Because if, let's say, we have food that digests too quick before a session, we might run out of run out of let's say energy. Also, let's say if all the let's say you're bulking, your food's really really high, and you're having a low you're having yeah super high amount of calories and all your food is food that digests really 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 slow then it might be pretty hard to get all the food in on a daily basis and digest that food and keep digestion good and after food composition it's supplements and hydration so yeah calories macros timing food composition then supplements and hydration i hope you enjoyed the episode please like share on your story subscribe leave a rating and review depending on where you're listening or depending on what you're listening to us on and hope everyone has a great morning, evening, afternoon, weekend, whenever you listen to this. And thank you very much for listening. Appreciate you all as always.